good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me the fantastic coach, Kim Wiggins. Hi, Kim. Hi, Anika. It's great to be here. I'm so glad to have you, and <laughs> I am interested to see um, what type of coaching you do and what makes you different than all the other coaches we have out here. Okay, so I am what I call an escapepreneur coach. And so I actually mentor, and I, and I speak about it as well, um, women entrepreneurs who are just starting out in their walk with their business, and they really would like to be able to monetize their dreams and get out of the nine to five, but do it, um, you know, like some people are trying to do this over years and years and years. I take them through a very simple short process that they can walk through in their business to monetize it in six to 12 months. So I'm still stuck on the escapeologist. And for me as a, an entrepreneur and as a new one, I get exactly what you're saying. And you break it down to being able to monetize your business. Can you explain, I know what that means, but can you explain to women who may be listening that haven't started a business yet or that have an MLM, that may want their own business. Can you break down what it means when you say monetize your business? Because a lot of people have this fantasy idea about being self-employed or an entrepreneur that, you know, it starts off with money. Can you, no. break, can you break that down, please? Absolutely. So um, one of the most crucial things to understand is that when you are starting, when you're getting on this journey and you're saying to yourself, I want to own this business. I'm, I'm tired of the nine to five. I'm tired of sitting in traffic, tired of dropping my kids off to the daycare. I know that all these skills and abilities that I'm using for my job, that I am, oops, that I am using for other people that I can absolutely use in my own business. And I can do this for myself. And if you're making $60,000, $100,000 a year in a job, you can make the same for yourself. And so one of the things that we do, because so many people, so many people have never ever understood that this is what you need to do. Even when you're in your job, you need to do this. You need to understand the basic foundational business building platform. And in order to understand that, you have to get into your, okay, we, I'm getting ready to start this business, so I have to take control of my time and my money. You're never going to make money, and you're never going to keep any on your job or in your business if you do not take control of your time and your money. And that is where we start. We start out by figuring all that out. How much time are you giving away to other things that are not benefiting you? Mm. Um, how much time do you really have and how committed are you to wanting to move past this, I have a job and I have a side hustle and make your side hustle your main hustle? Mm. You have to be devoted and committed to that. So in order to do that, we take a hard look at your time. It's okay to watch TV. But five hours a day is excessive. <laughs> and you know what? TV's not even a thing now. It's the social media because I have yeah. this new app on my phone that tells me how much screen time I have. 
And, you know, I justify it with marketing. Yes, I'm marketing. I'm in, you know, I'm in here. But ultimately, I wake up every day with so many things I need to do. And the minute I get lost in that rabbit hole of checking my messages, you've lost time and money. That's right. And, they, and, and Anika, I can tell you, um, one of the things I do with the, the clients that I serve is I tell that we create that social media marketing content calendar. Mm. And so Mm-mm. because we create all of that, you know exactly where you're going when you get in, face, in, in social media. You know where, when, and how long. Yeah. And if you're one of those people that get lost in the rabbit hole, we set the timer. <laughs> I love that. I yes. Love that. And we when you really need that in every department of life. Every, yes. Every. Yes. You have to be really serious about it in the beginning so you can live, so you can do the things today that you need to do so you can live in the future like nobody else lives. That's right. That is and right. So, In order to do that, you have to get really serious about it for a short period of time. And when I say a short period of time, you're looking at about a year to two years to build, grow, and scale your business. Mm -hmm. And then you're able to be able to do whatever you want to do after that. Um, A lot of my previous clients will now work three-day weeks, or they have figured out how to scale their business to the point where they they have created membership sites or courses and because the idea is to have more time and money freedom. That's right. So your money is not based on your time. You know, That's you're right. able to, I just posted a post um, yesterday or no, just a little while ago about a contingency plan in business. And when you're coaching and you don't have any products and you don't have any funnels in place, me who starts it and has not put it out there, when I do need to take time off like next week, you know, and I'm having surgery, you know, my business needs to be on autopilot because one thing I like to talk about on the podcast and in general in my, in my groups is being an entrepreneur, everybody glamorizes it, but we don't get PTO. No, we don't get sick leave. Okay. We don't get FMLA. I used to be a case manager that filled out FMLA for people in, in treatment. I don't get that right now. <laughs> I don't have my job secured for 12 weeks so I can get better. And so we have to be intentional, like you said, about our time, our money, and even these ideas that we come up with of, yes, I need to do this, I need to do this, but I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it tomorrow. And I tell everybody, that's why you need a coach, because you need accountability. You know, Mm -hmm. we can know these things. I know all the things that I hear on the radio. I know all the things that I teach, but I still need to hear it for myself and be able to apply it to my own life, because regardless of what we know, we need somebody to help us make sense of it all because it's extremely overwhelming. Like I hear you say, check your time, check your time, check your time. And Lord knows I know it when I get up, but time can be lost so easily. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to definitely control the time and control your money because just like anything else, just like a river that flows, Um, if you don't tell the water where to go, it'll find its own path. Mm -hmm. And that's what time and money does. Mm -hmm. If you don't tell time where to go, if you don't tell your money where to go, it'll find its own path. And so, um, that's very essential. And, you know, when you, (laughs) you talk about everyone needs a coach, Anika, you are so right because, you know, there's a saying... (laughs) 
I can't exactly remember it, but it's something about um, the construction builder has the worst house on the block. Musician's <laughs> hair is always busted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, people like yes. to say the doctor is not healthy. I mean, because you're busy taking care of everybody but you. Yes. And and I get it. Yes. Get it, so, but it don't make it right. Yes. <laughs> So when we spend all our time teaching other people, I, you know, I really think that we become so exhausted with teaching other people, we never apply it to our own lives. So we do need that. We do need that coach to be able to help us stay on track because we're out there taking care of everybody else. I'm yep. sure, you know, you have clients everywhere and you're, you're taking care of them. So you need someone else to help keep you on track. Yes. And I really like what you said. You said something a while ago about an MLM and being able to go out on your own. And it's interesting because I need people to understand what baby steps are and when to leap. Because I started an MLM in 2015 and I really had a hard time with spending all my money on marketing somebody else's brand. And I, I didn't really climb the ladder because I wasn't interested in climbing somebody else's ladder. I wanted to climb my own. And so yeah. I took everything that I learned, I observed, I kind of laid low and observed, you know, and everybody was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm one of those that pays, pays attention. And right. I took all of that and applied it to my own business. And I said, you know what? If we use things for what they are, temporary seasons of life that are meant to be temporary to build our confidence when we are immature and we are molding we then have to take the next step so you're the first person that has ever said that and it's it's something that's on my heart that I've never talked about but please elaborate on what you said and what you mean by that because I'm there with you I you know I really believe that you, we are, of course, the sum total of our experiences, right? Mm -hmm. and all of those experiences serve the good of who you are. Mm -hmm. All of those experiences serve the good. And so because of that, um, if I can make one recommendation to business owners, I would recommend that they all become a part of an MLM mm -hmm. before they started their own business. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because you learn so many valuable skills yep. on how to run your business when you are in an MLM. Yep. One of the most valuable skills you learn is how to build your confidence and approach people that you don't have a clue who they are. Yep. Because that is the one factor that holds so many entrepreneurs back. Mm -hmm. because they are afraid to be confident and step out in their full glory and afraid and of rejection and they're afraid of rejection and you, you get so much rejection <laughs> yes you, you get so much rejection as a M in an mlm that by the time you're in your own business you're like oh been there done that all right okay. yep. on, on yep. to the next yep and yep. so i think i think it's very very critical i think every Every entrepreneur should try LMM, mm -hmm. MLM, sorry, can't talk today, at some point, just for that reason, because I think it's so, so critical to, to just understand, 
understanding some very basic things in business. Mm -hmm. It's like getting your feet wet. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because I never realized it and how much I learned from it until I sat back one day and was like, oh, wow, I know how to do this because I did that. I know how to do this because, because I really want people to understand that there's so many different ways to educate yourself on a topic. If oh, you don't feel like just because you can't go to school or you can't go here, you can't go there, that you're not, you're not growing. I spent the first two or three hours today watching sermons by Michael Todd and carrying my Lisa Bevere audiobook around. Personal development is paramount to growth and success. And so many people are, they're, they're stunned because they don't get that. And, and if nothing else of what you said is that you can learn so much from an element. It's, it's not going to take a class. It's not this or that, but all the tools are right there on the websites and of, of no matter what company, what pyramid, mm -hmm. no matter what it is, it's already there. The, the business mold is already there for you to learn and grow. And it's up to you to take the initiative to learn and grow. Same thing with, with coaches and these groups and us being out here and saying, hey, I'm here. I have a message for you. Don't do what I did. Do it this way. And, mm -hmm. and it's so important for people to, to go out and grasp what's available. Because there's no reason nowadays to say that you can't find something because it's at your fingertips. It really, really is. I mean. Every experience you have, you have to look for where am I picking up new skills, even if it's just going to a networking meeting, um, whatever it is, you need to figure out how you can pick up additional skills because there's plenty, plenty skills to go around. Plenty. Yep. And, and what's that word that, we, that, that, that people need to get comfortable with is being what? Uncomfortable. Because so many people are stuck in their comfort zone and I hear it all day long of, I want a job or I want this and I want that. Well, what are you willing to do? Absolutely. Because I see you talk about compromise. That's comfortable and compromise. Like it, it's going to take some type of sacrifice. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not going to come with just, you know, a wish and a hope and a prayer. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing that, another thing that people like to throw around is um, I would, but I'm an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just having this conversation with someone the other, the other day. Okay. So let me just clear the air about all of that, Anika. We are all introverts. We are all introverts. And even my loud self, I have, I, I am very sensitive, vulnerable, and introverted in a lot of ways that people have no yes. idea. No idea. But at the same time, we practice extroversion so that we can become better. It's a matter of getting uncomfortable because, you know, right. it, we're all afraid of asking questions. I was just talking to you before this about something that I've needed to do for two weeks that I have not done because I need to build the confidence to do it and I got to get uncomfortable. The answer is sitting there waiting on me and I'm, I can't move forward until I get this answer. And, and so no matter who you are, what, what your niche is or what business you have or what MLM or if you're still working in a company, like it, th that fear and that, that uncomfort and that, that meter, you got to peg it. You just, you just got to do it because you're sitting and waiting for a perfect time. Can you please, Kim? I don't even know you that well, but I know you well enough to know that you can answer this for me. Yes. The perfect time to take a leap or to follow your dream or your vision? 
right now, right? Like yesterday, like, right? How many people are waiting on the perfect time? Oh my gosh, yes. And the perfect time has such, it has passed them by such a long time ago. It was like. And, and, and like I tell people all the time, was there ever a perfect time to have a kid? Was there ever a perfect time to get married? Was there ever a perfect no. time to buy a house? Or do, like if you're sitting and waiting for something to align, Yes. It's not, it's not going to happen. You just have to leap and you yes. got to make it happen because yes. something is going to fall in your way to try to deter you. It, it's natural. Every time you move forward, something's going to try to make you take a step back and you just got to keep going. You got to yes. drag it, drag it around with you, you yes. know, but, but yes. So. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, as soon as you embrace the sooner, you embrace the the thought that all right my life is is just going to be uncomfortable it's just going to be uncomfortable exactly the better off you will be because when something happens and you begin to feel you know that feeling you get inside when you're like oh my god i can't believe i'm doing this and you know, <laughs> it's like then you're able to say be quiet yep self i'm doing this and that's the end of it you and are in control you know, of something it. amazing happens Yes. That you could have never imagined. Because let me tell you something. I know taking the leap, it, it has led to abundance. You know, yeah. I, just, I just came from the hospital where people said, oh, what do you do? And I said what I do. And they were like, give me cards. Like, I have a daughter and I have a wife and I have a this and I have a that. And, you know, here yeah. I was sitting here agitated that, that God had me sitting here for four hours or five hours because I had other things to be doing. And you're sitting here changing people's lives by accident. Yes. That's absolutely. You when know, you, yes. When you take the leap, opportunities will arise. More than you will know. Yes. And and I, I'm still stuck. I keep looking at escapepreneur because <laughs> it, <laughs> it just that word. Um we gotta escape ourselves. Yes. And you know, there's a lot of, of different connotations behind just the term escapepreneur for me. There's a lot of things you're escaping in addition to um, escaping your nine to five. Break you're, it down. Break it down. You are escaping fear. You are escaping your, um, the feeling of powerlessness yes. inside of you. Because when you decide to stay on the job, when you know you don't want to be there, now don't get me wrong, there are some people who are meant to be at the job. That's, that's all they want to do. Mm -hmm. But when you are sitting on the job and you know you shouldn't be there, when you decide to escape it, you are escaping that powerlessness. That's right. You are actually taking your power back and saying, hey, I got this. There's a lot of things you're escaping. You're escaping the need for someone else to control your destiny. You're taking back your destiny. Mm -hmm. you're, you are escaping the need for someone else to tell you how to live. Yep. You, you get to decide what car do I drive? What neighborhood do I live in? What clothes do I wear? Because you set the amount of money that you make for yourself. What time am I going to work? What time am I going to work? What time am I going to lunch? Yes. So you are escaping a ton of things mm -hmm. when you decide to become an escapepreneur. You really are. And you are walking into a destiny for yourself, a life for yourself that is definitely changing your whole future and the future of your children, you are building a legacy at that point. Yep. 
And, and you know what, it, it, it changes your mindset because for me, I have put a lot more emphasis on relationships, which is something that I always knew that I wanted and needed, but I never got it from coworkers and employees. The last job I had was probably the biggest family network that I had. And I swear I tried to take everybody with me when I left, but <laughs> it's, it's a thing of, you know, being able to, you know, us working out here as entrepreneurs on a daily basis, like we can communicate, we can connect, we can support each other. We can, it, there's no limitations. You know, when you talk about escaping, answering to somebody or clocking in or what time you got to go, there's no limitations. And when you live confined by limitations on your vision, on your dreams, on your education, on the amount of money you can make, on settling for what you have and what you think is for you, that's bondage. It is. I hate that word, but that's exactly what it, it's bondage. And, it is. And, and who wants that? The chains are on you. I mean, I have worked with people who have said, I need to take time off because my kids are sick. My mom is sick, my dad is sick, and I've seen bosses say, sorry, we're yep. in the middle of an implementation yep. and you can't go. How can you tell me it's my family? It's mm -hmm. the most important thing to me and I can't go. Yep. So you are in bondage at that point. Mm -hmm. And so you have to figure out, you have to figure out how to do something different for your life. And, you know, it's a lot of times, People will look at what other people are doing and say, oh, that sounds good, but I couldn't do that. Yes, you can. Yes, What's you can. stopping you? Yes, you can. You will never know if you can unless you try. And it's okay to try and that not be the thing for you. But in the trying, mm -hmm. you will begin to figure out what the thing is for you. And you'll be able to move forward and do it successfully. But if you are never starting, you can never finish. And I tell people all the time is that, you know, I, I live my life on social media only because I have chronic illness. I come from every type of adversity you can think about from being a single parent to, you know, being homeless. And I live in front of people because I want people to know that entrepreneurs and people with dreams and servant leaders, God uses broken people and oh, yes. nobody is perfect. And to say that you can't do something is not, it's not accurate. Anybody can do anything. And some of the, the, the most homeless people and the people with the, the craziest stories are some of the most brilliant people. Yes. Driven people, motivated people that you have ever seen. I tell people all the time, most of the inventors that invented the air conditioner and traffic lights and all of them had a mental illness. So yeah. I just want people to understand that stop worrying about titles, labels, and comparison. Because people yeah. are stuck on comparison of looking at everything and saying, oh, I wish I had that or I wish I had that. You have something inside of you that is designed to, to, to break a mold somewhere. You just got to figure out what that is. And what you're saying is an escapepreneur. It's important for people to hear that in the beginning because I know for me, it took me like seven or eight months to figure out what my niche was or who I needed to be working with or what I needed to be doing. And every day something comes to me that's different than what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Right. You know? Right. But it's keeping that open mind to be able to accept what it is that I meant to do. 
That's right. Not what I think I'm supposed to do. That's right. Absolutely. And you know, a lot of the comparison or I think I want to do this or I think I want to do that stems from social media. Yep. We spend too much time on social media, looking at what other people are doing. You know, I just, you know, I earlier when we were talking, I told you I was writing a devotional. I just wrote a, a, one of my day devotionals about stop looking around. Mm -hmm. Stop looking around and comparing yourself to other people. Because what people do with social media is they give you the best parts of their lives. You're not seeing anything that's... Everything. That's no, right. No, you're not. That's right. So you have to stop looking at these people and saying, well, I want to do that or I want to be that or whatever. You I mean, people are just not giving that to you. Nope. Nope. Not in social media. So you have to sit with yourself and, and whatever your spirituality is and meditate and prayer, pray and figure out what is it that I should be doing. Yep. And the other thing too is that you have to get out because I find myself on social media a lot because I isolate. I work from home. I work behind these right. screens and I have to be very intentional about going out other than doctor's appointments. You know? <laughs> yes. Because we wind up being in this world that we know better, but it still happens. And it's inevitable sometimes. You know, the kids come home and they, they have lives and friends and stuff. But we have to make ourselves get out, find people like us outside mm -hmm. of social media. Or even when you meet them on social media, go out and meet them and have coffee or do something. Live life together. You're not meant to live it alone. You're not meant to be isolated in your room and behind a screen. You know, whether it's Netflix or screen, it doesn't matter. It's still not okay. Like you talk about a devotional and I hear everybody writing books and I love it because I need people to understand that we're still meant to read and to fill our brains and to pour into, not just to watch or to swipe. Like yeah. we're eventually killing our own brain cells and we're killing off relationships and yes. generations because we're not even having physical contact anymore. Yes. And physical contact is very important. It is a need. It is a, a biological need. And, and that's mean, what people, people want to like and send you a heart, and that's supposed to mean something. I'm like, I need a mm -hmm. hug. I don't need a heart. I need a hug. <laughs> exactly. And you know what, Anika, you are so right, because I tell, you know, I'll say to people all the time, if you, bought, if you built a brand new house today, mm -hmm and no one ever lived in that house, that brand new house would begin to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. There's no life in it. There's no life in it. Nope. So we, even inanimate objects, need relationships. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about for us? Mm -hmm. We really need it. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's essential. You gotta get out. You mm -hmm. gotta stop trapping yourself behind the TV and the social media and yeah, you got to build relationships. Yep. Very important. And that's why I'm glad. So my podcast actually started me building a women's network because before that I hadn't thought about that. And I was like, you know what? I was going through this, this illness and stuff all by myself. And just the, the interaction with women, you know, even today it was crazy. And then just even talking to you has made it all better. You know, it's, it's funny because as far away as we are just to connect, it, it's something that I can't describe to people about, you know, what you need. People are telling me all the time, you need to stop doing that. And I'm like, no, it gives me life. 
Like yes, it gives me life. Like you, you see it as a burden. It's not a burden. It's a, it's a need. It's a desire. It's fulfillment. I'm full. Yes. And it's like, how do you get everybody to understand that you can have that too? I mean, we're, we're, we may be across the globe. We may be, you know, a state over or whatever, but the reality of it is that you should never be alone. We're all here. We all have the same needs. We all have the same capabilities. It's a choice. It is a choice. Yes, when you're locking yourself away in a room. And, and, and now, Nika, I know what that's like because when I first started doing the entrepreneurship thing, oh my gosh, yes. It was like, I started and I looked up two years later. It's like, where have I been? <laughs> yes, I had been alone for two. I had been alone for almost two years and I was like, wow, I, this, this is going to blow your mind. I even went so far because I'm single. Mm-hmm. Um, I even went so far as to say, oh, I can't even be in a relationship with a guy because they're going to steal my time. And this is time that I should be focused on my business. But you know what? That's not uncommon that you say that. Because <laughs> that was my attitude for the 10 years that I was a single parent because I was like, my, my priority is my kids. And my priority is school and my priority is work. Like nobody understands my hustle and my grind because I got to do this, this, and this, and there's nobody but me. And All then, right. and even now, like I'm a newlywed. And so I have a tendency to sabotage relationships because I'm focused <laughs> on what I need to be doing. And you are really like taking up when I could have been doing this and this. And just in that hour that we just went down here, I could have been done, you know, and, yes. and it's attitude but then we got to get back to the circle of things I keep an index card in here with my psychology brain of the things that we need and we need social we need familial we need spiritual we need personal development and we we need these things and and everybody needs these things and so that's where the balance comes in of us sitting here because everybody's yelling at me because now I got an iPad a phone and 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 a computer so I'm always working some kind of way but, and everybody's like, you need to relax. I'm like, this is relaxing. You know, like, whatever. Y'all talk. Y'all talk. Y'all talk about nothing. I'm not missing nothing. I'm here. But we really do have to find that balance because we get yeah. so driven and so focused on the wrong things. Yes. Because we, we're pouring our heart and soul into everything and we have nothing else left to give anywhere else. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm guilty and I stay guilty. I've been guilty. I've known that I was guilty for like 15 years now and I still do the same thing. So that's why I need coach. <laughs> Actually, one of the coaches that was on the podcast who told me yesterday, she was like, you go in there and you make them keep you overnight. You advocate for yourself. You're not asking for anything that you don't deserve. And I was like, see, that's why I got coaches all around me. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I I totally, totally agree. And, and, you know, we, we are our own worst enemies. Mm. Mm. And sometimes we're too strong for our own good. We're too strong for our own good. We got to know when strong. Yes. And, you know, I just, I just started a relationship in July, a new relationship that I think it's going to last. That's right. That's how I feel. (laughs) But one of the things my girlfriend had to tell me, my girlfriend said, and it's someone that both her and I knew. So my girlfriend had to say, okay, I got to have this talk with you because in the truth you are too strong you've got to let him be a man you've got to let him do his thing he's going to want to open the door for you he's going to want to pay for i don't need nobody opening the door for me 
can pay my own bills. I know how to do that. I look, you're not saying anything to everybody. That's why when you say it's going to be surprising, no, it's not. Because we think the same way. We are yeah. taught to not need a man. We are taught to not yeah. need anybody to take care of us. And so right. somebody told me the other day, she said, you got to learn how to let him feel needed. And I was right. like, oh, I, I failed. Thank you. I'm going to write that on a sticky note. <laughs> so, but we seriously have to learn these things. And a lot of that comes yeah. from our environmental. We talk, you talked about our experiences. They mold yeah. us and sometimes they mold us in the wrong ways. And so that's why the retreat that I have coming up, the name of the retreat, the, t the theme is going to be identity because it's so easy for us to get lost in our identity and all the roles that we have to play on one single day. We have to be a mom, a sister, a wife, a business owner, a, a, a patient. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to know what hat to wear when, when to turn it on, how high to turn it. Am I at 100 or 96 or do I need to be at 50? Oh, I'm doing this as a team. Oh, I have to do this. And people don't understand, like that's exhausting. Yeah, we make it look good, but you know what? It's okay for us to say we're tired too. Cause I get tired of people telling me on my Facebook page, oh, God's got it. And it's like, I always know God's got it. But right. I need somebody to say, woo woo, let me rub your back. Let me take a little yeah. bit off you. Let me do the People don't get that. It's okay to not say that and just validate somebody's feelings sometimes. You know, yeah. we we know we got it. We know we can. But but those expectations and even in our identity, like you just said, the reason why so many, especially black women, are single is because we were taught that we had to be strong and that we didn't need certain things and to never expect it or if we got it that somebody else was going to expect something else of us so right there's exactly. so many things that are cultural and generational or regional and and me i'm a i'm a military spouse now and when i tell you it's a wake-up call for me i was like god i knew i had a lot of things that i knew about but now this <laughs> it's, it's, yes. it's so many, so many variations and dynamics to this that I didn't know about that I signed up for that have nothing to do with my marriage. It has to do with the culture. Yes. You know, and who I am and how I fit into this and what I can bring to it and what I'm going to learn from it. And we have to learn what that means in all areas because a lot of times we come in guns blazing and I'm guilty because that's me, but it's because I didn't have a voice for most of my life. And now that I have found my voice, I don't play the radio. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Absolutely. But finding our balance and, and finding, you know, how to be in relationships and to try to be okay and, and to learn when to sit down and shut up over in the corner because we're going to say something, I'm, I'm working on that. And so we're going to, in our retreats, we're going to have a little room. We're going to have a little kumbaya. So we go over there in the corner. We're going to talk about that because it, yes. it's still in every woman's life and every woman's relationship. You either, either got women who are sitting here who want to say something or women who said something that we shouldn't have said. It, right. It's either way. And we have to be there for each other because the one thing that I hope that my network brings together is the fact that competition, we don't need that. We can all be mm -hmm. great in mm -hmm. our That's own life right. and in our own thing. I've had some coaches on here that they are kitchen coaches, divorce coaches. I was like, hey, I needed that. I know around. <laughs> yes. You know, and and so we need each other. We need each other's mm -hmm. skills. We and, and it's okay. It, it's okay to say that you need somebody or yes. that, you know, or you're supporting somebody else's dream. Mm -hmm. There's yes. nothing wrong with that. 
Oh, I'm so glad that I found you. We're going to do a lot of work together. Yes, Because I, I love, love, love promoting women. I mean, you know, like you, Anika, early in my life, you know, I'm number 10 of 10 children. Oh, wow. And yeah. So my voice was always stifled. I yes, always had the, the volume was like gone. <laughs> Mute, yes. <laughs> mute. <laughs> it was yes. like, oh, all right, we're done. Yep, no, we we don't hurt it all. <laughs> yes. And so, in addition to that, you know, I married someone that changed, you know, at the five year mark, and they became abusive. But but five years is a long time because some of them do it after a month. <laughs> yes, I I don't I I don't even understand why he changed. Hold on that long. Yes. And he became abusive. And then once again, I had to stifle my voice. Yep. And so when I found it, I yep. said, oh, I'm never losing this thing again. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. People and I did like when they want to know why we're loud or why we're confident, the earrings that I have on today say, I'm not arrogant. I just know who I am. Woo! I want a pair. <laughs> I got to figure out. I got them off of one of our groups. So I'm going to find out. And you know what? At first, I was scared. My shirt matches it, too. And at first, I was scared. And I was like, you know what? I'm wearing this. Oh, and, and I love I, that. I chopped my hair off two days ago. And I said, you know what? I'm not who I was when I chopped it off five years ago. I'm a different woman now. And That's I'm not going to apologize for that. Because too often, our voice is muted. Or mm -hmm. somebody tells us that we need to turn the volume down. Mm -hmm. No, we don't. That's why it's called your voice is your power because I am so tired. I was a correction officer in the Florida Department of Corrections for almost 10 years. And being an educated black woman in that place, it molded me into a person that um, I don't even know, like at first walking in there and then the person that walked out of there is two totally different people. But now even um, eight years since then, I'm different. But those lessons, they're not accidents. Yes. You know, we are put in the fire a mm -hmm. lot. A lot. But how we come out from that, mm -hmm. you know, like people talk about how coal is made and diamonds and, and all these things that are beautiful that come from those types of processes. Yes. And all I want people to understand is embrace your process. Mm -hmm. Because your process is your testimony. And yeah. you talk about your relationship. And your testimony. And I was just talking to my 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 um, one of the sisters that was on the podcast, who I now it's like my my girl. I have to speak on Saturday on domestic violence, and so she was just yelling at me. She was like, "You need to sit down somewhere. Did you have a surgery?" I'm like, "Not till I do my speech." There you <laughs> go. Because you know it's you know we don't go through these things by accident. No. And, and the one thing I want women to hear on this podcast, listeners, to women that don't have businesses or the women who just have MLMs, your story matters. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. And it, it doesn't sound the same coming from different people. Some people need that voice, you know? Exactly. I could tell my story and it not resonate with you, but someone else can come along with a very similar story and you're like all over it. Yep. You feel it. Mm -hmm. It resonates with you. It bonds with you. And so that's why we all, we may have similar stories, but it is not just the story. It's the personality and the person behind the story. That's why it's so important. It's mm -hmm. our testimony. You know, I often tell people, 
think about it. God wanted some praise, right? Oh, uh, yes. So he could have created one person that could have praised him all day and all night. Mm-hmm. But he com- he created all of us mm-hmm. because he knew that we all would need each other. That's right. Because if he just created one person or two people, they would be alone and not be able to be self, not be able to be self-sufficient even mm-hmm. because it was just the two of them. He mm-hmm. created all of us so that we could have each other. So every last voice that we have matters. Every voice we have matters. Yes, it does. Everybody's voice matters. I love that. Because yes. so many people, I, I see so many people who, who, who look like they are dying to, to get it out and just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I even wrote on my Instagram in my early on in my business, let me be your voice. If you're afraid to use your face and your name, let me be your voice. And, and I need women who have a fear or may have an issue with identity or, or something that need to get it out, let somebody else be your voice because you have to get it out one way or another because that is your power. Yep, absolutely. And I just wrote on my sticky note, our testimonies, we might need to do a little trilogy because that just came to mind. I, I, I hear so many stories. That, but the one thing that, that has come out on here that I didn't shed light on, in every podcast, I let women tell their stories because our stories are more similar than alike, than different. Yes. Many of us come from sexual abuse, domestic mm-hmm. violence, an unmet need, a child with needs, or an abusive childhood, whatever it is. And I really want everybody to hear that the woman that you are on this side of that is so much different than the little mm-hmm. girl that's silenced. It's, you know, and so I just, I love to see that transition and for people to hear that every, almost every woman, every woman, whether she's tapped in on it or not, has had a, a similar story or background. And a lot mm-hmm. of times I, I've been shocked, you know, on, on here before with the stories that come out. And and that's what I want people to hear is that we're custom made. None of us, yeah. were, you know, we didn't know who we were going to be. We just have to surrender to who we are. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. So can you tell listeners how to find you? Yes. You can find me at KimWigginsCoaching.com or you can find me on Facebook at Kim Wiggins Coaching. And I would love to have you to reach out to me. I love, um, I love communicating with women and answering questions. And I hate to say this on your show, but I don't charge for everything. I'm not one of those people. Praise Lord. Because I'm a CEO of ShePage. We continuously write that because a lot of these groups, you'll say something and somebody will pitch to you and it's like, listen, I just had a question. I didn't need a pitch. Like, yes. I just needed. And so you got to join my CEO of She because we're actually doing like author profiles of a lot of the women who are self-published or doing workshops. Like we're helping each other. You know, yes. there's a time for business and there's a time not. And one of the administrators on there, like I've been recruiting and now I'm adding women who are can who are like-minded like me to, to, to blaze these trails because we're trying to broaden it because yes. 
you have so many women. When I first started my business, you know, I needed a website. I've now designed, I've changed my website so many times, but I've learned skills because people want to charge an arm and a leg. And when you're a startup, you can't do that. Like, That's right. Nobody can afford it. And so a lot of my time has been lost mm. on the things that I've had to do on my own. And so I'm with you on that because I just handed out a bunch of cards at the hospital. And I told them, I was like, you know what? $20 sessions for people in the community that otherwise would not ask for help. You know what I'm saying? And that's only because I need gas to get to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's to the point where there's no reason to not ask for what you need anymore because we're here. Women like us are here. We are Mm -hmm. here. And thank you for saying that. And where are you located? I am actually located in, I live in Smyrna, Georgia, near Atlanta. I know where that is. Yes, we're neighbors. It's actually not far from me. Yes, I was going to say that. So we have to get up. Yes. Yes. I, I feel like I live in Atlanta because everybody on here and all my business partners now are women in Atlanta. So, um, <laughs> oh, nice. I was just there Monday. I took the kids to the aquarium. So oh, nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have to get up. So, yes. so um, yes, Kim Wiggins coaching. Kim, yes. it was such a pleasure. I am glad to have you. And Thank you. this is just begun, beginning. It ain't over. And so when you get that devotion, I want you to come back on and talk about it so we can get it out there. And I will probably, I'm, I'm having all the women on the podcast featured on my website, nobodygreaterinc.com. And so you guys um, can find her there and message me if you lose her information. Um, I want to thank you listeners for tuning in. Tomorrow we have one more episode of Your Voice, Your Power. And next week we will have a guest host, Zipporah Monique. Um, and so... You guys have a powerful day. Thank you, Anika, for having me. My pleasure.